0: So imagine with me for a second. Imagine you fall off the side of an ocean liner. And not knowing how to swim, you begin to drown, which is my absolute nightmare, actually. But someone on the deck spots you flailing in the water and throws you a life preserver. It lands directly in front of you. And just before losing consciousness, you grab hold for dear life. They pull you up to the deck and you cough the water out of your lungs. People gather around you, rejoicing that you're safe and waiting expectantly while you regain your senses. And after you finally catch your breath, you open your mouth and you say, did you see how I grabbed that life preserver? How tightly I held onto it? Did you notice the definition of my biceps? and the dexterity of my wrist. I was all over that thing. Now that would be the most shocking response to a life saving event. Because you would expect this response to be more of gratitude and thankfulness for being saved from this deadly situation. Instead, what we find is this person reveling in themselves finding this illustration in an article, one of the things that can be noted about it is that sometimes in one shape or another, we can find ourselves reveling in our own selves as well. The good things that happen to us, we somehow love to take credit for it. And we see this in our workplaces when people take credit for the work that they did not do, or maybe the work you did. Or when parents take credit for the, 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 the intellectual abilities of their kids because they have the most um, amazing parental skills. Or Christians that have a chip on their shoulder because they feel righteous and uh, moral above everyone else around them. There's this lack of gratitude that can often be linked to our insistence to our own self-dependence and self-sufficiency. As Thanksgiving week is upon us, we're gonna get the onslaught of articles urging us to be more thankful, right? We're gonna be forced to be grateful because it benefits our health. Forced to be grateful because we ought to push back against this troubling year that is 2020. In itself, the art of gratitude has simply become this self-improvement tool to make us feel better of ourselves. Right? You see self-help gurus that have twisted this art of gratitude and made it to, instead of being this oriented, other-oriented love, has become more of a celebration of self-love and self-improvement. That we can somehow muster up the, the, the ability to, to self-generate gratitude for our own benefit. But when we look at scripture, especially as Paul has talked about it in some of his letters, we see that gratitude does not come because of something we do for ourselves. Rather, it comes from what has been done for us. In First uh, Thessalonians 5 16 to 18, Paul says this: rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. In Ephesians 5:19, he says, Make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord. Jesus Christ. The key word he keeps saying every time he says give thanks, is, give thanks in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Like we, we, we give thanks because of what Christ has done for us. So we cannot appreciate what we have, we cannot appreciate our life until we fully understand and grasp the, the Christ's redemptive grace for us. The lens through which he took to rescue us is beyond even what we can think or imagine. The fact is that he jumped into the water to save us. He was the life preserver for our lives. And it's worth repeating and it's worth remembering. This type of thankfulness, this type of gratitude, is not something we can just contrive and make it this happy-go-lucky, have this happy-go-lucky face or attitude. It's grounded and it's sacred. Because ultimately it comes through Christ Jesus. We've been given a divine gift. We've been given this valuable gift, this gift of life that we do not deserve. That even when we deserve death, because of our sins. God gave us life through Christ Jesus. So we can be thankful. We can have a spirit of gratitude. I remember in the early 90s when we lived in Nigeria. um, The video games of that time were Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. And every kid wanted those games. But in Nigeria, it's very hard to get. Um, but I had a friend, who whose dad sent it to him from the, from this, from the states, and I went over to play this game, and I was blown away. Like it was the first time I saw those kinds of graphics, the color. Because before this, the game we played was um, Atari Tennis, <laughs> that was not fun. So seeing. <laughs> Super Mario on the TV screen was just amazing. And I remember going back home telling my family, telling my parents, I want this game. We should get this game. Somehow figure out a way to get this game. And you know, my parents thought, oh, yeah, maybe, sure, okay, fine. And you know, months go by. My dad goes on a trip, he comes back home. And usually when he goes on a trip, we know we're gonna get a gift. So we were just waiting expecting expecting something and that day my mom comes out of the room screaming super nintendo with her nigerian accent <laughs> super nintendo and we come running to her like oh my god this cannot be and she shows us the game and it's a handheld tetris game we were devastated we were angry <laughs> cuz we could not believe that she screamed Super Nintendo. And it's not even a Game Boy. It's not, it's not even that. It's a Tetris handheld game. For us, that gift was not valuable. So we were upset. Christmas is around the c- corner. And you know what that means is that we're also gonna receive gifts that we do not want, that we do not think is valuable. Socks that you're not gonna wear. Wine that you're not going to drink, fruitcake that you're not going to eat, gift cards that you may not use. You might be grateful for the thought, but not really grateful for the gift. Because for you, that gift is not valuable. It's just one more thing you, you might throw away in the trash. But you, we all understand but probably the most valuable gift that we have right now is life itself. That the gift of life that we have, the fact that we can breathe, the fact that we wake up in the morning, that in itself is a gift. And throughout scripture, we're reminded that Christ Jesus gives us this life. He gives us this life now, and he gives us this life in, that is to come. And because of this valuable, valuable life that we've been given, we can have that spirit of gratitude. It's, no why, no, uh, uh, it's, it's why Paul would say, because of this, we can give thanks in all circumstances. So he grounds the, 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 the reality of our lives, the circumstances of our lives, and the fact of what, in the, in the gift of Jesus Christ. We can be thankful in all circumstances because of Christ, the most valuable gifts that we have. We, know we, we don't have to sink into the depths of despair because of pain and suffering, nor are we to be puffed up because of blessings and prosperity we may have. because we have the most valuable gift. It gives us perspective to a bigger and a better reality. We can give thanks in all circumstances because that's the truth that undergirds, that should undergird our life. On one side of the coin though, we may find that a life full of joy and blessings and prosperity, it might seem like it's easy to be grateful. We might think that when I have everything I want, then I can be grateful. But oftentimes we might fall into the trap of entitlement. We might fall into that trap of self-dependence. But whenever that might be the case, we ought to realize the bigger reality, the bigger truth that we have the gift of Jesus Christ and that everything else cannot compare to that gift. Now, when life may not, when things may not be going your way, just as many of us have experienced this season, one of the easy things we, we, we find ourselves doing is maybe being, being, being apathetic, sweeping things under the rug, pretending that, you know, things are OK, maybe when they're not OK. When we understand the gift we have, we don't have to be apathetic or indifferent. We don't have to hide our grief or our sadness or our despair. We can be truly aware of the reality of, our, uh, of this season. That it's okay to grieve loss of communities, okay to grieve loss of a future you might have planned. It's okay to be vulnerable with people around you that, yeah, things are not going the way I want or I expected. It's okay to grieve. And yet we do not sink into the pit of despair. Yet we can still give thanks in all circumstances. Because we are aware of a bigger reality. we are aware of the gift of Jesus. So we give thanks to God this week, despite all that has happened this year, despite all that has happened in our lives, we give thanks to God not to pacify our griefs and our loss, not to stay mum to the injustices in our society, We give thanks in acknowledgement of God's sovereignty and God's ultimate control. We give thanks because he has rescued us from the pit of hell. That even despite our waywardness, despite our selfishness, God still rescues us. So we are people of gratitude We are people that give thanks in all circumstances because he has given us life. May this truth ground us. May this truth give us perspective for all that has happened this year and for all that is to come. In Jesus' name, amen.